Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I'm doing great, Connor. I've come off of one multiverse movie that yeah. we reviewed last week, yeah. and then I saw the other multiverse movie that's currently the in one. cinemas. The better, the really, really good one. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I've heard good things. Oh, it's great. You'd actually love it. You'd have great oh. fun with that movie. Um, we are, of course, talking about what, Sean? Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, how it is the superior multiverse movie of the season, in my that's opinion. No, that's no insult to, to Marvel. I just heard that that's it's really, all. really good. We both, yeah, we both look. We both had fun with the other one. We did a review yeah. on it. We talked about it. But this yeah. other one, Connor, ah, oh, it's really good. Ah, oh, you'd really like it. <laughs> Speaking of that review, Sean, if this is your first episode, what normally happens is we talk movie news. Last week we did a big spoiler special of Doctor Strange. We did Doctor Strange Two, I should say. No, no, no. This the first week, Doctor Strange. No, we we were out of touch. <laughs> we reviewed the first. We are far behind on our scheduling, let me we tell were you. Like, surely you should do the second for the clicks. No, we no, like, no, no. Um, I think we know how to run our own podcast, guys. We've been at this a while, folks. <laughs> so um, we did a full review of that. So that meant there was extra news lined up. And what we also missed was made a fort. Um, surely nothing. So we, Big happened. We do or was have some big Star Wars news, including one big trailer. That look, we all know what the trailer I'm talking about. It seems like old news at this stage, but the way the show has dropped, we haven't talked about it. So we should probably just bring it up a little bit. We should probably give it a little bit of airtime going forward. Yeah. Um, by the way, before we start the show, um, if this is your first episode. If you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, it would really mm-hmm. help us out. Um, mostly for the content that when I got on this call today with Sean, he said for the first time, God, you look tired. I've <laughs> known Connor for, uh, oh God, how long have I known you for? Probably like Too six long. years at this point. Uh and this is the first time I've ever seen you genuinely tired. It's been a long day. Okay. <laughs> it's been six. Let's go. Let's not elaborate. Let's elaborate. I'm tired. <laughs> um, so we're starting off this week, Sean, with some big news about our favourite movie of 2021. And that is the sequel's coming out. We know part two is coming, Sean. Oh. So there's some casting news. I am, of course, talking about Dude. Ah. Um, June, Connor? It's coming out in June? No, it's not. But um, So part one, of course, came out last year. Big success. 
Um, me, me and you very happy with it thought it was excellent you've read the books I haven't so two different sides there both thought it was quite good um, now what happened in the first one not to give spoilers big <laughs> cast heavy star studded cast yes um, and all of them definitely make it to the end all of them are returning for part <laughs> two but if for example some of them the shooting doesn't align. Maybe they just there's a conflict of schedules. They don't maybe, get to show up. Maybe Aquaman is still happening or something. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but that means Dune 2 has to re... I don't know. Re-calculate re- the cast. Yeah, relight the fire of excellent mm. casting announcements. Well, we have one of the big ones, Sean, because, of course, Dune 2 has cast Christopher Walken as the Emperor of the Universe. I Sean, mean, <laughs> some people are, are born for a role. <laughs> so you are a very big uh, Dune fan, books yeah. and movies, so I'm interested in your take, because I'm coming at it from a bit of a newbie perspective. Does this rack up in your head? It's it's not how I pictured it, but the second I, it was announced, I was like, that's quite cool of a casting. I'm still not sure because the last... Actually, I'm part of it is tinged by Christopher Walken in Wild Mountain Time. <laughs> I, I feel like the same. That sullied that man's whole career for me. So, if anyone doesn't know, we reviewed an Irish movie called Wild Mountain Time. Quote which, unquote Irish in there. Which Christopher the Walken, Emily Blood, Jamie Dornan. Strong cast, you think. You think it's yeah. going to be good. They all have the worst Irish accents you've ever heard in your life. It's an absolutely atrocious movie and is, I think, the worst movie I've ever seen in my I, life. I think it's racist. I don't think that's <laughs> obtuse to say. <laughs> I, d- I didn't want to go there, but it's definitely got some bad vibes if you're There's Irish. Poor underlying tones in I, there. For some reason, I felt offended and I didn't know why. <laughs> this is what cultural appropriation feels like. So, but also, I don't know if you've watched Severance, uh, the TV show on Apple I TV. Haven't. It's really, really good. Christopher Walken is in it okay. and he smashes it. He's yeah. unreal. Because he's um, a good actor, other than that one movie he's in, the worst movie I've ever seen. Exactly. And I think like that kind of fits, as a casting choice, it fits with the Emperor... It's Emperor Shaddam IV, I think is his name. Uh, but he is... like He's getting on in years as an emperor, um, and he becomes suspicious of the Atreides, because there are these new popular house, everyone loves them, they're great, Oscar Isaac... How are you? Look at the beard. Look at that goddamn beard. What a good beard that's definitely going to remain around forever. He's such a good uh, dad. <laughs> he can't die. He has no flaws. <laughs> um, but I like the, the idea of casting like an older Hollywood, like A-list actor as the emperor. And then you have new hot up and comer Timothy Chalamet acting against him. I, I yeah, there's really a bit of a weird a weird dichotomy between the two of them in the same scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be the leader. No, I'm going to be the leader. Because I think, yeah, I think at the minute, like, in terms of actors, they're both at, like, I would say equal star power, quite honestly. I, uh, well, no, I think Walken is, he's he's got the legendary status, but if we're going pop culture, that's Chalamet's... The, but that's, that's the Emperor versus the Atreides. Because everyone who's been around for ages, like, you know... Christopher Walken's older fans. Mm. I'm not pitting these two against each other, by the way. <laughs> the, the I just think it's interesting. <laughs> I know. No, but like, no, no, what I'm trying to get of the Dune world. <laughs> it could be. It could be. But all I'm saying is that Christopher Walken is like a, an amazing actor. So why not give him the like the 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 highest end of galactic rule? Make him the fucking emperor of the universe. I'm, I'm Team Shaddam the Fort. <laughs> 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 and, um, and Florence Pugh then is cast as his daughter yes uh, as exactly. the princess Irulan so that's a that's a fucking good family right there I mean the, the, the thing about as I've already said part one big star studded cast we're not going to get into the issues of conflict of schedules but part two needed some more people to kind of come in and fill some gaps that may have just so happened to have appeared Game of Thrones style um, yes, and yeah. so well, yeah, if anyone hasn't seen Dude 
Um, I'm going to try to explain it to the layman, Sean. I don't know what any of your nerd away, stuff. Um, we've got Big Emperor walking. He's behind uh-huh. the scenes in, in the first one, right? And you've got Oscar Isaac's family. They are now the new popular act. Everyone likes them. And they kind of want them to take over as the emperors of the galaxy or whatever. Um, yeah. And so old emperor doesn't like this should have the four he's not a big fan of you know these hot up and comers coming along getting all his fans okay it's okay so far um and he writes a strongly worded letter and eventually they come to terms and he remains emperor no so you passed out oh. the first 15 minutes of that film oh what uh, happens? so he uh arrakis the planet of spice which is like the drug that fuels the universe basically yeah. Uh, that is given to the Atreides. Even better. That's a no, real positive. Ah, uh, but it's been <laughs> taken from the Harkonnens, Connor. Yeah. And the Harkonnens have not made it easy for the Atreides because they're in league with the Emperor because it's a poison chalice. Whoever has Arrakis will be hated by everyone and then the families will be overthrown. And then when the Atreides are gone, the Harkonnens and the Emperor... We'll rise to power together. I thought I said no nerd shit. Oh, <laughs> I was sorry. keeping it simple. If I were to explain it in Fortnite terms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I was explaining it in, you know, just Star Wars, it's that. And kind of Game of Thrones. Just mix the two of them together. Yeah, imagine Star Wars crossed with Game of Thrones, but it's good. It's really, Ooh, really good. Interesting. Up until about five and a half bucks in. <laughs> Up until about the eighth season, where yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. dark. Because no spoilers, but the, the the I've said this before. The June books span about thirty thousand years, mm. and my favorite shit happens in the first eighty or so. Yeah, look, look, the Christopher Walken getting cast, I think, is a pretty big get in terms of that. I I'm excited to see him and maybe Dave Bautista same scenes together. I'm always shouting out for Bautista, just doing stuff with cool actors. Yeah, and um, you might get a bit of um, uh. Stellan Skarsgård and Christopher Walken acting yes. together. That's, that's pretty great. I, that's I think, a masterclass right there. I think that's a pretty strong, like, you've got some real big baddies or dickheads on one side. So, And it's pretty good that then you have Florence Pugh, who's like, we're meant to like her because we like her in everything. But I'm assuming, Sean, she's kind of a dick at the start, if we're honest. At the start? like, I, Look, I don't want to say... I, I'm the, really the middle nervous. And the end. <laughs> I I know that book is old, and I'm usually okay with spoiling old things. I do not want to spoil any part of June. For no, anyone. actually, I don't want you to because I because I, I watched the first one knowing nothing, and that made it better. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that cast is already it's kind of filled out. Who else do we get, Sean? We need some more Hollywood royalty to join up with this cast. I mean, like, at what point does it just become knives out? Though is the thing where you just get. Well, I think it's, part together. one technically kind of was and literally knives out uh, for a little yeah. bit of it. Um, oh, but he's still around. Uh, <laughs> the beautiful beard. <laughs> They're getting on grand. I don't know who would be like the next. Like, I'm trying to think of other characters. In like subsequent books, obviously there are more characters introduced. Um, but I would love to see like, I don't know. Like, I kind of want Taika Waititi to be in there somewhere. Like, not with a big... Not being very Taika Waititi about the whole thing, but mm. just there, present in the universe. Well, so there far, is, like, for part two, like, you've got Chalamet, Javier Bardem, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, Zendaya. Yeah. There's just off the, the top of my head. Yeah, oh, and there is... Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson as well. Yeah, just off the top of your head. But, like, there is another character, very, very important, very important, who is introduced quite early on in the books who has not been cast Ooh. or seen in it yet. Okay. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say. It's um, the Baron's nephew. Oh, and everyone knows Baron's nephews are always real nice. They're always really, really nice. And just yeah. to put it in context, oh, let's say he's about the same age as Paul. Just let's put that up, <laughs> up there as well. I'll uh, get you, beer baron. That's where that <laughs> came from. <laughs> so, like, who's um, another, like, young-ish actor that you could cast I mean, if it's not Tom Holland, what are we doing with ourselves? Nah, if they get Tom Holland for that, that's going to be unreal. <laughs> um, so, we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this one, I think you'll find, is a little bit fantastic. Beasts oh, 4. And where to find Fanta- it. <laughs> Because I've got big news about your favourite 
current franchise that is running at the minute. Um, that is Fantastic Beast Four is in doubt as director David Yates moves on to Pain Hustlers. <laughs> is anyone thing. surprised though? Because the first one was grand, the second one was terrible. Yeah, and then the third one was not marketed at all, and I believe not flopped, but did not do very well. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Like, these movies sign on for five. JK signed five of them. She's like, well, I'm, I'm banking this. There's a pentology. F- what could possibly go wrong with the Harry Potter franchise? Five movies. I'm printing <laughs> it's ro- money. <laughs> it's rock solid, guys. <laughs> I made eight of these. and I'm, I'm living in a castle. It's too big to fail, says I. <laughs> what we'll do, we'll have JK involved from the start. That'll get a lot I of fan favour. That'll never centre. go away. <laughs> front and centre. <laughs> oh, she's a prick and I hate her. Uh, and then... Who's who's big at the minute? Who's big. oh, it's, who's big? it's I just I wish it would come to me like a flash of inspiration. Oh, oh, oh we get Grant Gustin. No, <laughs> <laughs> I bet they were getting involved in any controversy. <laughs> uh, who would like to start a fight in Hawaii for no reason? <laughs> um, so, Fantastic Beasts Three came out and was met with. Not great box office reception, as was expected. First one did very well. Second mm-hmm. one, not very well. Third one, also not very well. Oh, it's a downward um, trend. And so you can see why they're a bit... They're a bit apprehensive about doing Fantastic Beasts 4. Because it's like, well, what is the point at this stage? Um, the film uh, apparently only made... Actually, it had a budget of $200 million, Fuck. which is quite a lot. Very <laughs> Immediately big. Immediately, Sean's face like, you're not making that back. Yet. That's not, you're not reclaiming that once marketing is um, accounted for. So if we put marketing in as an extra $100 million, because it, uh, that was everywhere. Rule of thumb, it's like double. Yeah, it's double budget. for actors and advertisers. So that's $400 million. They made $366 million with the movie. Ooh. Oh, for a Harry Potter universe Harry Potter. joint. Is that the lowest grossing Harry Potter movie then? Oh yeah, but it has to be. But yeah. even like by 2001 standards. Like that's... that first movie was fucking massive when it Yeah, came out. so I mean you can understand why they don't want to do this. David Yates, the director by the way, like he's moved on to a, a criminal conspiracy movie. Uh, he's going to finish directing the criminal conspiracy film Pain Hustlers that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he has directed all the Fantastic Beasts films, and he, I think he did five of the Harry Potter films, like the last five. Yeah, because it was Chris Columbus for the first two, I think. And then he yeah, got and replaced. then it was... Um, who came after him? Oh, I'm about to forget his name. Uh, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer? No. no. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer. Could have been. <laughs> CSI Miami's Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's done other things than CSI Miami. <laughs> CSI New York. Cause, um, yeah, because Prisoner of Azkaban is like the best one, isn't it? Yeah, the third one is done by, oh, this is annoying me. Oh, me Sean, you have some information as a table quiz thing that I I would fail. Don't want me on, don't have me on your table, I will let you lose. Directed by Alfonso Cuaron. I thought that, yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, that, it is Alfonso. Um, but, he did um, Gravity. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty big. That's <laughs> <laughs> really annoying. Um, so obviously, they're making less and less money. They don't want to do it. And there's a whole host of production issues that they are facing currently. With Name a one lot. of them. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but, um, there's, we're going to get to one of them later on, Sean. Interesting. Um, but, uh, by the way, next, I should say. But, Sean, are you sad about... Fantastic Beasts 4 does not happen because you're big into this. I, I haven't seen the last two of them, though, is oh, the thing. Oh, not that big into it, I'm then. a fake fan. I'm only in it for yeah. the clout. Um, like, I, I don't know why those... I, I mean, I get why they did it, but those Fantastic Beasts movies, they, they could have just been a fun series of magical adventures looking for magical animals, right? Yeah. But they decided to turn it into another dark wizard, wizarding war kind of thing. But this time it's Wizard Hitler. Yeah, who's worse than Voldemort? But then, yeah, but but by doing that, you make the first movies. Well, not the first one. I'm trying. This is going to get confusing. The yeah. original movies weirdly less because, like, there's been a worse guy. <laughs> we weirdly, yeah, but also we know that that worse guy is dead at that point. <laughs> 
because we see him fucking die in one of the but movies. If I was Jude Law, I'd be raging. I got cast as Albus Dumbledore yeah. in the movie. I'm like, this is easy money for at he least was, the next decade. He was young, sexy Dumbledore for a while. <laughs> like, that's the easiest gig you're going to get, Jude. And now he's like, Laddie fucked it. If everybody else in this cast, why did you all have to fuck it? Like, and yeah, it's not a bad cast either. It's just that those movies, I feel like the second one just soured everyone and then they put no effort into the third one at all. And, and I wonder, yeah. does it end on a cliffhanger? Like, are fans, are people who genuinely like these movies, are they going to be just left hanging now forever? I think, judging by the money and the returns and even the fanfare, I don't know if there's too many people as interested. I think even, like, Harry Potter fans are kind of like, yeah, it's fine, but why does it, it matter? Yeah, and it is kind of tough to be a Harry Potter fan at the minute. Uh, a lot of I want to like this thing but I don't like where it came from I think that although we've experienced that with a lot of things that we've yeah, like, yeah. Seven love the movie Seven Kevin Spacey's in it how are we going to fa- how are we going to atta- attract or not attract uh, approach that I yeah yeah like you can separate art from artists all you want yeah. and like I think you should at some points but you also have to call people on their bullshit and not support the thing that she's actively making money off of <laughs> I, I adopt the opinion of don't be a dick don't and so dick. if you're a dick I'm like ah come on don't ah, be a dick there's one rule <laughs> there's one rule <laughs> so we might not be seeing Fantastic Beasts and where to find them number four I, they're not all called that but I'm going to call it that anyway because that's the only it's one that matters enough. what's I the name like of the re- third one uh, the secret life of Dumbledore <laughs> I think it's called Crimes of or The Secrets of Dumbledore yes come on Um, that was give me that like for a movie that got no advertisement (laughs) (laughs) Um, I shall put the studio yeah The Secrets of Dumbledore the last one was called number two uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald fuck me I'm having you on my table quiz team (laughs) you're so good just don't ask me who directed Gravity <laughs> Ask me. I'll go. Oh, fuck. The man who directed Harry Potter three. Sean, Google that for me, will you? <laughs> um, so speaking of Fantastic Beasts and some of the issues facing them, we move on to DC ah. because they've got they've got a problem on their hands that we've been kind of avoiding talking about, but not really for a few weeks. Um, and at a certain point, it comes out that some rumors start to swell, Sean. That oh. maybe the Warner Brothers, maybe the brothers that are Warner, maybe Yako, DC, Wacko and Dot, uh, the three of them, the very the very dem, the very dem, <laughs> the very, the very, dem. very, same, <laughs> the very dem. <laughs> I'm too tired. It's okay, um, it's okay, man. You're playing a blinder. DC to replace Ezra Miller, possibly with Dylan O'Brien as the Flash. Sean, I don't hate that. Mm. Just give it to Grant Gustin for fuck's sake. <laughs> If you were Grant, you have to be sitting there going, ah, lads, come on. You hear that fucking Ezra Miller is getting, they're replacing them as the Flash. He must be, just like, like, just get putting on his coat. Just, yeah. like, just about to go outside the door to accept. He is waiting for the phone to ring. Like He started his own press conference. Dylan O'Brien also kind of looks like Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah. But it is a multiverse. You can do whatever you want. Like. I, I mean, it is weird, though, that the guy starting the multiverse, so they're using the Flash to, like, do the Flashpoint and start the multiverse, but they're replacing the Flash in their own movie <laughs> with a different Flash. That's true, but what if, right? Marvel's what if. Because I listened to a little-known show called Hero or Zero, presented by friend of the pod, Cahill Fennessy. Oh, yeah. And he told me something about the origin of the Flash that yeah. I didn't know about, which is that... Uh, Wally, or not Wally, Barry goes back in time and he's the, he becomes the lightning bolt that gives him his own powers. Yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the pieces of canon, yeah. Yeah, so what if they did that, but it's just Dylan O'Brien and it's just like, oh, it's like a weird circle, but he becomes Dylan O'Brien at the start of the circle. Okay, well then my follow-up question is if they replace Ezra Miller, and this is like, if we get into the DC forest here, we're never coming back out, but if they replace Ezra Miller with with Dylan O'Brien, what universe is this in? Is Gal Gadot in that universe? Is Jason Momoa in Dylan O'Brien's Flash universe? (laughs) 
is it the Dylan O'Brien universe at that point? Or is it the Robert Pattinson universe? Or is it Henry Cavill universe? DC just want to make good movies, Scott. <laughs> we'll start. I, like, I, I do feel their hands are a little bit tied in this scenario. I, I don't know. This is might be one of the first times we're going to admit this is definitely not their fault. <laughs> yeah, DC, you did not cause this one. I don't... I think if anyone is going to stay in that universe, it's going to be Momoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like he 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 could just be dropped into a new universe, no explanation. Like, they could just do a soft reboot and just say, like, and this is just how it is now, deal with it. None of the other films really matter all that much. Uh and I think people would kind of accept that, just due to... I think Gal Gadot kind of wants to step away. Well, not step away. She probably wants to do Wonder Woman 3, and then mm. we'll probably ride off into the sunset that way, after the trilogy. Yeah, um, I could see that happening. But I also think that, like, they do just need a clean slate on this. Yeah, it's kind of like they're doing, like, a breakup, but they're also like, ah, yeah, but, like, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> you know what it's quite like? It's like the new 52 in comics. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where just, just leave. Let's just... We could just start again. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, they just won't admit, look, lads, probably wasn't the best. But if we... I think it's because if they say, okay, clean slate, we're starting again, and they fuck it up again, they're yeah. like, okay, no, we can't do that again. And But is it the sunk cost thing that they're like, we've been at this for so many years, we can't just give up. Because then that means that, I guess, Marvel won. But also, like, the Suicide Squad is really, really good. Really good, yeah. I think that needs to stay. And the Batman is really good. The Batman is really, really good. And Joker is fine. Joker Uh, happened. (laughs) And is now number two and three is coming. (laughs) That's, ah, is that news or is that just, like, a fact Well, Joker happened in the 70s as well. (laughs) It's under a different name. Not a lot of people know that. Three Jokers, man. Uh, I don't, like... I think keep the Batman separate. All yes. of that universe, just keep it on its own. Uh, make as many Joker movies as you want. That's fine. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, make as many as you want. <laughs> keep making them. I think the the DCEU, like their interconnected superhero stories, I think give it a clean slate. A bold move would be that they end Flashpoint and it's just a black... Like, Flash travels back through the time stream and it just cuts to black and that's the end. And then they figure it out from there. Right, so you don't even get to see the changes. You don't even get the bit of, like, at the end of X-Men Days of Future Past where he's, like, walking through the school. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because if it follows Mm. Flashpoint, which, again, thank you, Cahill Fennessy, uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are fighting a lot in that. Yes. And those are two of the actors that do... Are more Dude, likely are left. Are, are yeah, literally, uh, and so I guess you could have them like shaking hands at the end. But there was also rumors of like Keaton being the main Batman and all this stuff, and yeah. then Supergirl coming down. But I mean, Superman is still active in that universe. It's kind like, of a weird position to put Dylan O'Brien. I think he's a really good actor. I think you could cast. He's been kind of touted as Nightwing for many years. Like people That's, are like, oh, you should cast him as Nightwing. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I think it's just one of those where like, yeah, we'll just cast him. He's good. Can I suggest young. a casting for Dylan O'Brien? Go on. I think he'd be a good Cyclops in the MCU. I think he'd be a better Nightwing though. Oh, he could be both. <laughs> he could be, be both. both. Brendan Thwaites is Nightwing, Connor, please. <laughs> Poor old Brendan. Oh, um, Batman is so old. <laughs> His Batman is a granddad. Do you know that Nightwing must be the most tired version of Nightwing in the world? Because if they go into a fight, <laughs> he feels like he's doing a lot of the work. Uh, maybe that's why he left eventually. He's just like, I'm basically the one in charge here. I'm Batman, but you get the credit. <laughs> and it's not even like a Terry McGuinness situation. <laughs> he said that out loud as a character. Oh, that's very interesting. That's not Bold a lot of move. people know that. Uh, Sean, are you are you excited about no. the possibility Ezra Miller being replaced by Dylan O'Brien? I mean, I'm as about as excited as I am for Flashpoint, which is... Not very. It's just not very much. Yeah, I, t- I think at this stage, it's just, I think we're all in the same position of just, 
either come out or just just leave it it's just limping along a little bit it's isn't like, it it has been for years it has been since it came out <laughs> yeah. wasn't it like announced in 2015 it was going to come out yeah and it's just been pushed back and pushed back and delayed and delayed. i think that's just for irony that they've made this the slowest production of all time it's all it's like Barry Allen, it's always That's late. It. It's all know? a marketing ploy. They're gonna wait till twenty forty to release it. By Jesus, that's that's quite good actually. Actually no, it's terrible. Why do that? <laughs> um so Sean, there was one little bit of story that I wanted to cover. Um, it's just something that stood out to me that did you hear that they had a look at the Oscars this year, um and a certain fan category um that one yeah. Zack Snyder won. Um, yes, this was best a fan, fan moment, wasn't it, or something like that? Uh, so Zack Snyder directed films Army of the Dead and Zack Snyder's Justice League, and he came out on top of the two new fan voted categories: Oscars fan favorite and Oscars cheer moment, respectively. Sean. However, Ridiculous. a new report suggests that the voting may have been rigged <laughs> thanks to Twitter bots. Do you think so, Academy? <laughs> What did you expect was going to happen, though? <laughs> when you introduce, hey, let's let Twitter vote on something. <laughs> Turns out the Twitter bots, they're big fans of Restore the Snyderverse. Wow, things that are programmed to like something are Snyder yeah. fans? Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty I, good. If you like Zack Snyder movies, that's fine. I, I'm just, it, but, like, I, I, I don't even blame the fans, because, like, if, if it's that easy to exploit, of course people are going to do it. Yeah. Like, there, and there, there's umpteen instances of that like Boaty McBoatface was a thing like it's just going to be that situation again so on February 27th how they figured it out was on February 27th exactly one month before the Oscars 25,000 votes were counted okay so okay. far while Snyder is certainly has a dedicated fan base there was a, this was a significant increase over previous weeks during which the daily number of votes cast ranged from 4,000 to 15,000 oh, cast that's a big increase <laughs> That's a lot of online petitions that people have been setting up. <laughs> they all up. just came out of their woodwork, just from all different directions. All the Schneider fans were just waiting to go. They were, they were rallying the troops all that time. <laughs> Guys, this is it! <laughs> um, according to one insider, the voting was limited to 20 votes per Twitter handle. Um, but, obviously, this did not stop, you know, 25,000 of them, approximately 25,000, being bots. Yeah, you could just write a script. I couldn't, but someone could. Write a script, make a new Twitter account, vote everything into Snyder. But just because, just because that'll force DC's hand. <laughs> That's just a small piece of story I wanted to cover. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> that is funny. That is quite funny. Uh, do you, But do you think, as the Academy, do you now try and fix that security issue? Or do you get rid of the fan votes entirely? I think you make it worse. I think it's funnier the more obvious it becomes. Um, Do you think like they just have like an open survey monkey poll? Oh, and you yeah. don't need an account, you don't need an email address. I'm talking you like you get button. unlimited votes. I want bots <laughs> everywhere. Bots out the wazoo. And I want the fucking shittest movie to win fan favourite. And the internet to pretend to be an uproar on Twitter for like two days. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be Morbius. They're going to pick yes. Morbius. I would 100% back Morbius winning fan favourite. And that that man who directed it going up to the stage, accepting the Oscar, and having to say thank you very much to the fans of Morbius. <laughs> Do you know Morbius is sitting at like 71% on Rotten Tomatoes right no now? No way. Because of the joke. Like, oh. Because fans are fan, like people are reviewing it and being like, Morbius made three billion dollars. It's great. <laughs> My favorite is the image of Morbius over like the Avengers Endgame made three billion. And it's that yeah. on like seven trillion dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of the memes out of it are pretty good. I will say it's just the worst best movie. I I will accept bots if Morbius wins fan favorite. I just think it's it's set in stone. It should be a worse movie every year. That's like the worst superhero movie that was absolutely dog shit. Yeah, and we just wreck it. We we wreck the Oscars for everyone I want, involved. I want like Catwoman level, Batman and Robin level. I want any of them, like Morbius is this version of that, but like every year there's one of them. Have that with it. Yeah, whatever wins the best Razzie, 
is what we vote for as best Perfect. fan favourite. Perfect. And we get the bots to do it too. Oh, we'll have a chat all... with the cyborgs. I'll go chat with the bots there now. <laughs> oh wow, 400 have called me a dickhead. Oh, no. Straight away. Oh, we, why did we programme them to say truths? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news about a movie that you are really into, really interested in. Um, you've seen oh. all of them, seen half of one of them. Fast oh, it's Fast X. and Furious. Okay, um, here we go. <laughs> because the Fast X, Fast X has been going through a bit of trouble recently. Um, Lost the director, didn't they? Justin Lin stepped away as director. We already covered mm-hmm. that. It came out this week why he had stepped away from director. And it was because him and... Sorry? Was it because of Vin Diesel? It was because of Vinny. It was because of okay. Vinny Gasoline himself. So Vinny, <laughs> Vinny was there. And it turns out him and Justin didn't really get along. Because Vinny was... his. He had apparently... Now this is all, of course, rumours and speculation, Sean. Our two favourite takes. Um, Audience, he just winked at me. I'll have you all know. Hearsay. I will call it hearsay. <laughs> apparently, Vinny Diesel had lousy behaviour on set and it was impossible to work with, apparently. <laughs> um, he was late and unprepared and that he would turn up and then try to make changes to the script every single day. <laughs> uh, from the outside looking in, it does feel like Vin Diesel is too involved in the production and marketing of mm. those films. He's too he, he's too into it emotionally. Yeah, he 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 places too much of an emphasis on that being important in his life mm. to be objective and to be told what to do about this film. And just a little, I mean, he's been director for loads of those movies, like all the really good ones. Yeah. And so he's worked on them a lot. So it would have to take an awful lot of shit for him to be like, no, he's gone too far this time. Like, I've done five, six, seven, eight, and nine with him, but we're yeah, not doing this one. This is where I draw the line. I think because any conversation where Vin Diesel is told no, Vin Diesel would reply with, but it's the tenth one. It's the biggest one. It's got to be bigger. He had to sit through all the times where he was like, the rock can't punch me in this scene. And he's like, yeah. why? My contract says he's not allowed to punch me, so... He's not allowed to punch me. Cause, and also, we have to stand at the same height, even though I'm 5'11 and The Rock is 6'9". <laughs> I know people like those movies, right? And I know they're probably going to make money. But I would l- like, there's a part of me that would love for this to flop. <laughs> not for any, like, vindi- I don't want anyone involved working on it to do poorly or anything like that. I just think it would be really funny if it made no money after all of this. Well, mentioning that is kind of why of our big story is that what comes with Fast X is a big cast. And yes. big casts, big name casts, come with a lot of money in the budget. Um, because the Fast X budget has reportedly soared to over $300 million for oh. this movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and that's only going to go up, surely. Oh, that's now. They're not, film- they're not finished filming. So that's as of this moment. Yeah, like, and it's going to need reshoots as well. Yeah. Like, we could be looking at, with marketing included, you could be looking at, like, seven, eight hundred thousand. <laughs> eight hundred million. Eight hundred million, excuse me, for a movie. Which, what did the last Fast and Furious oh, mean? They're all, they're, they all make over a billion. Really? Why yeah. is that? Tell um, me now. Because <laughs> people, people like them. They're, they're good. They're, they are popcorn flicks. Like, you go there and you just kind of watch a movie for two hours. And so the last one was, uses cars as cushions. The last one was Fast Nine. Is that right? Yes. Uh, that made seven hundred and twenty-six point two million US dollars. Okay, but that was during the pandemic. What was the the one before that? I think number seven is like top ten grossing movies of all time. Fast Seven is one point five billion. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. To I think that's fair. in the top ten, and I think eight also made over a billion. The fate of the Furious? Would that be it? <laughs> it has to be. Why is it not the eight of the Furious? But well, we're not going to get into it. Oh, that would have been great. Uh, Fast 8 box office. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Fast 8 made $1.23 billion. They're they're all over... There's like two or three of them that are over a billion in a row. Hobbs and Shaw, 760 million, though. The Rock Rock just isn't as bankable as Vinny Gasoline himself. Um, I I just think it's going to be a train wreck, man. (laughs) Because they also have Brie Larson uh, and Jason Momoa Momoa after joining. 
along with, I mean, you have Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Charlize oh. Theron, and Vin Diesel. It, like, even like two of those would be too expensive for most movies. Yeah, so they, they've got them all in, and then they've also, you know, there's quite a few stunts. Um, it's apparently, and I think I had the stat here, it was apparently costing a million dollars a day. <laughs> it's costing... <gasps> What? No, so there's no way to help when it comes to budget, as well the hunt for Lynn's replacement was completed. Oh, so in the gap that they was finding Justin Lynn's replacement, it was yeah. costing them $1 million a day to delay filming. They're just burning money while they're looking for a director. <laughs> That's insane. How much money did he walk away from? I think it's been reported he walked away from $20 million because he couldn't work with Vin Diesel. Like... Part of Vin Diesel must feel quite proud. And he was like, oh, I made that man walk away from if millions. If any of us made anybody walk away from $20 million just for working with us for six months, you'd be like, is it me? I, <laughs> Am I the problem? I did actually hear some Fast X news, though, myself, Connor. Oh, here we go. Which is relating specifically to the director that they got to replace him. Go on. Uh, and it's the man who directed Marvel's The Incredible Hulk. Oh, and so uh, you think... That's good. Yeah, yeah, because the, the Incredible Hulk is a great and underrated film. Top five Marvel movies. Uh, I think it's been pushed out, but yeah, it's it's up there. Six, top ten, definitely six. <laughs> definitely top six. I won't say where, but it's top six. It's six, and it's not five, four, three, two, or one. Wait. <laughs> no. um, so I mean, they got him in. That's pretty good. Yeah, they could get Edward Norton in. As, oh man, that'd be it. He'd actually do well in a fast movie, I think. I don't know I, if he'd get it. I don't know if he'd get it. Do you don't think he'd buy into it? Kinda. No, I don't think he'd buy in, which I think you have to buy in on, on one of these stupid movies. Would you like to hear some other. It's Louis Leterrier is the new director, right? Okay. Do you want to hear some of the other things that he's uh, directed? Well, he's already after knocking out of ballpark with the Incredible Hulk 2008. I know, he man classic. peaked in 2008. Yeah, he like, started but, the MCU in a way. So. Yeah. But if we can cast our mind back to 2002, yeah. uh, The Transporter. <gasps> uh, a good one. A good 2005, one. Transporter 2. Uh, Jason Statham is in these movies. I just want to let that know. Oh, like, he's got I he's mean, got rapport with Statham. Him so. and Statham know each other if we're going to do this. <laughs> then we got Incredible Hulk. 2010, Clash of the Titans. <laughs> Pretty so, bad. <laughs> yeah. And then 2013, Now You See Me. <gasps> he did not do Now You See Me yeah. One of the stupidest movies ever made <laughs> So I, I mean I, Look I think Fast X is in good hands Big green hands Are they magicians or are they magic I never figured it out I think they're sorcerers Like they're actual wizards <laughs> Which makes the stage shows worse Because there's no real skill to that then If you're just but a sorcerer uh, Wait if you saw a magician Like an actual magic person Yeah Do it like Doing tricks on stage Yeah You would not cheating. be impressed Because it's not sleight but of hand it's, it's cheating Like That's like <laughs> they didn't Superman put in the work. Going, Superman going to the circus And doing some f- cool tricks in the air Like he can fly like I'm being that's that's not trustworthy. There's no effort in it. Yeah, there's no effort. I what I want you to do is come up with a cool trick and then fool but, me. But all magicians are liars though. I know that. But not it's not if they're sorcerers. I I think it's more impressive to be a sorcerer than a regular <laughs> magician. There I said This it. is a big debate. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about this off mic. Oh no, I'm in trouble now, listeners. <laughs> we sit down for a 45 minute debate. You're your best pals. We pause the show right now. We have that debate. Then we come back and there's a really awkward energy. <laughs> <laughs> you said some really vicious personal things. <laughs> like really cut you to the core kind of stuff. What did my mother have to do with magicians? <laughs> and why'd you bring her in to talk to me about it? <laughs> um, so Sean we're moving on to a piece of news that I wanted to touch on just before we get to the bigger piece of news this week and that mm. is Disney live action movies now mm. we know Disney are doing loads of live action remakes of animated movies and, and we're big fans if you'll remember a few years ago there was a little movie called Aladdin um, yeah and, an animated but, film, Aladdin. 
No, no, no. Ah, the live-action version of the animated film, Aladdin. Okay. I remember that coming out. Mm-hmm. I think I saw some of it. <laughs> it was... You, have you seen the animated movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really was good. the same. So, okay. <laughs> not, nothing against any of the people in it. It was just the same. So, what was in that movie, though, is I think this might be in contender for the worst ideas they've come up with for a spin-off live-action Disney movies. Oh, I hate that sentence, Connor. Because, Sean, we have a spin-off of the Aladdin movie being given the go-ahead. Who do they follow? <laughs> Is it the Paris? Here's my thing. I read this, and genuinely, I've seen the movie. I yeah. said, who? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So it's not Aladdin that they yeah. follow. It's not Princess Jasmine that no, they no. follow. No. It's not Jafar that they follow. No, no. No. It's not Iago that they follow. No. Uh, it's well, I not mean, if you're making a live action spin off of Aladdin shot, there's only one person to do it on. I'm sure you, it's on the tip of your tongue. The genie? And pff, no, that, that's stupid. That's a terrible idea if we're in the studio here, okay? <laughs> that's Will Smith. He's that's, a risky hire right He's now. a risky hire. I've got Ezra replacing him. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien case. sitting by the phone. <laughs> Playing a genie. Um, oh, man. No, I, look, it was, you were probably just about to say it. You were yeah, probably yeah. just about to say it. But obviously we're getting a live-action spin-off of... Prince Anders, played by Billy Magnuson in the movie. Prince Anders. Okay, uh, quick Google here, just just to refresh my memory. No, no, so I, can like, talk about I mean, it he's a pretty big part. It's it's weird that you don't remember. Oh, not Prince, not Prince Andrew. Google. No, no, that's a different story altogether. This man is sweating in that heat. Oh, so this is a character original for the live action remake oh yeah he says it's in development his live action remake sean they're in they're at the stages of rewrites and it is still moving forward he says it's really exciting why but what does he do what's he about what's he's his whole not st- charming he's the not prince charming prince but What's interesting about that? What happens to him in the film? Prince Charming, Prince Sean. I don't know how much clearer I need to make this for you to pick up what I'm putting down. I'm picking up that they're... Wait, has has Disney said this or is this man just saying... No, no, it is going ahead. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's ludicrous if it was in the Fast and Furious universe. (laughs) I don't know what he thinks of it. Let's go to him. We go live to ludicrous. So, I'm, I'm on the Disney wiki... And the sorry for the fucking motorbike that's outside the house. Oh, by the way, that's Prince Andrew uh, or Prince Andrew, <laughs> not Prince Andrew. Heavens! <laughs> uh, so apparently, there was a character similar to him yeah. in the animated movie who was a snobbish bully. But Prince Anders is friendly but dim-witted. Oh, that that seems like a good grounds for a spin-off. Why do this? Though? Why bother? What do you mean, like, why bother? This is a money-making... This is going to make a billion dollars easy. But why not just make a movie in the Middle East about some affable nice boy? <laughs> Shut up. That's Sorry. Aladdin. We've already made it twice. But then why, why spin it off into Aladdin's friend? Not friend. No, Aladdin's weird, not Prince Charming Prince. I forgot that Guy Ritchie made that movie, by the way. <laughs> Did you? That's... That man lost his edge so long ago. He's, he's been having a few years. Um, but, I mean, Sean, I know you were saying to me, you were mad for live-action spin-offs of the Aladdin movie that nobody wanted. So, seeing this must absolutely fill you with joy to know that Prince Andrews is finally getting his day in the sun, that he so, finally gets the the fanfare he deserves. Is it Prince Andrews moving on from Princess Jasmine and going on a series of, like, Tinder dates? Yes. I don't know that, for sure, but I'm saying yes. That could have potential, quite honestly. <laughs> it's, no, it's him being a creep for the whole movie. But, you know, like, he's a nice guy creep. So it's that kind of stuff. 
It feels like an Aladdin DVD extra that they would have made in 2005. Oh, it'd be a very short film they'd throw in on disc three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Shrek Forever After featurette. <laughs> or the Shrek 2, uh, America's Got Talent. Or was it Nottingham? Faraway Idol. Faraway Idol, yes. That's and so, it. I mean, that's the kind of thing we're looking at here. But we get a full-scale movie. If you were to do it with this dude, it'd be like the dating game. And he, like, picks each lady. And Sean, that's too good an idea. Are you going to need to stop? Going to wind and that one back. That's too just, good. That's we need in, to make it worse. That's going in the Patreon pocket right there. <laughs> we need to make this less likable. <laughs> I mean, look... This sounds terrible. This sounds absolutely awful. No, in the hero in this story is Billy Magnuson who plays him. If he can get this off the ground and get that paycheck, he has my full fucking respect and support. If he's after tricking a studio into giving him money to do this. Is it just because he's Billy Magnuson and he's just like, I'm I'm quite charming and nice? Like, yeah, I think so. And look, if he's able to charm his way to this, I think he might have superpowers. I, I mean, he was in No Time to Die as Logan Ash. I mean, what, what's, what's not to like? You didn't you know? have to tell me his name in No Time to Die, Sean. It was on, I knew, I knew immediately who you were it's talking about. It's already tattooed inside of my yeah, eyelids. Logan yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash, he's my favourite Hollywood star. Uh, he's been in Law and Order a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, uh, he's in Black Mirror. He's doing great. He's doing well for himself. You oh, know. No, this isn't against Billy. I just think this is a, the most impressive piece of, you know... I think this is like, in a video game, he's put his charisma to 100. And he's just tricked a studio into being like, yeah. yeah. A live-action remake of Prince Andrews. Dead right. And maybe maybe I could be Iron Man after it, guys, right? <laughs> and someone's looking around and uh, the guy who's talking to him is like completely charmed. And he's just like, yeah. we don't actually have an Iron Man at the minute, don't we not? I think there's actually, an opening in the Iron Man jo- department. John, do we have an Iron We don't. Well, Billy, John, stick around. simple yes or no answer for you there. Is there currently an Iron Man in the MCU? <laughs> John's like, are you being tricked by Billy again? <laughs> <laughs> and Billy's just there mouthing, say no, say no. <laughs> Don't tell me you're being charmed by Billy. Um, <laughs> look, I think this spin-off might be the worst idea ever. And I think it's the best thing I've ever heard. So I, I really want it to happen. I think this is the new moonfall for the podcast. It's a ridiculous so. movie that shouldn't happen, but we're definitely reviewing I think Billy needs to get this off the ground. Come on, Billy. Let's the worst <laughs> character to ever have a spin-off. His own spin-off. Let's make a billion dollars. <laughs> um and we're finishing off this week, Sean, with a big trailer that came out. I mean, pretty late. It's like mm. two weeks ago now. I do apologize. But of course, Top with Gun the, Maverick with the Doctor Strange. I've heard very good things about Top Gun it's Maverick. It's a very though. long trailer, though. <laughs> it's a long trailer. It kept playing before Doctor Strange. I will say that, yeah. but it, apparently, it's really good. Right. Not sure how I feel about that at all. It's very uh, strange. I don't know emotionally where to go with that. We came down hard on the. This isn't the story, by the way. Yeah. But we came down hard on the fact that Top Gun Maverick would be a useless, terrible movie. Yeah. But it looks decent. And look, I'm I'm willing to say we were very wrong because we're really dumb. Let's watch the but, movie first. Let's watch uh, well, the movie first. Kat. From what I've heard, Tommy Cruise ship. He's bringing it. I mean, I will say the trailer in my cinema said coming in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Tom's fault right that's some other intern who's definitely been fired Tom um, has definitely flayed the graphics guy oh, alive <laughs> killed him killed him to death <laughs> killed him to death killed him to um, death so Sean we're finishing off with some Star Wars some big Star Wars things now because mm. May 4th came around that meant we got the big trailer the big release of the Obi-Wan Kenobi um, series and look, I'm sure it's been talked to death on whatever plat- podcast you normally listen to your comic book news on. That's absolutely mm-hmm. fine, or movie news or whatever. But we just said we'd give it a chat. So why not? It's, a, it's an Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Yeah, it's Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars universe. He's like yeah. the one character that we all universally like. Yeah. So let's watch him in a series, why not? And so I kind of wanted to just chat to you because I actually haven't spoken to you about the trailer. So what I've cleverly done here is introduce just a chat we'd be having into the show. Sorry, are we now yeah. monetizing just our general chats, Connor? I'm just thinking we need to monetize. Let's go back to the debate. <laughs> 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 <For earlier. laughs> 
Uh, I forget what it was about, I'll be honest. Sorcerers. Sorcerers, yes. Uh, Jedi are kind of like sorcerers. And there's not many left in Star Wars at the time of this series. Very good, Uh, Sean. Why? Thank you. Because uh, Order 66 happened Mm -hmm. and all the Jedi got shotted. And Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, He's looking closer to Alec Guinness in this, I will be honest. I mean, he has to have a very rough decade after this, though, to be Alec Guinness. I mean, he's going to live in the desert. Do you think we'll get an X-Men apocalypse-style scene where Obi-Wan is tortured and all of his hair turns white? No, what I want is he gets electrocuted. <laughs> and, like He gets electrocuted and he does the like comical, oh, and like shakes his body while standing up. Like and the then home and too. Like, then he has skeleton. like the Doc Brown hair afterwards. That would work for me. That would work for me. I like how he's on Tatooine, right? And he's looking at, he's looking out for Luke. And he goes to Owen Lars and he's like, I'm, he's going to have to be trained eventually. Yeah. And Owen Lars, Joel Edgerton, just completely shuts him down, just being like, oh, like you trained his fucking father. Which, in this aspect, they don't know that Darth Vader is is Anakin. I, I don't believe so. They just presume that he's dead. So, like, Obi-Wan, you're a shit trader because, like, the last guy you trained died. So why are we going to let you trade Luke? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't know if they knew. That's that's something I don't know. Did the Lars ever know about Anakin? I think they genuinely just believed he was a pilot on a spice freighter. I think is what they told Luke. Okay. Um, but like, I uh, I like. First of all, I like this this era of Star Wars, like the in between bits. That's really cool to me. Yeah. Um, I we also see something which is from um the TV series which is we see inquisitors in this. That's something that I wanted to talk to you about. So I within do my research I found out a little bit about the inquisitors but from what I get they're the ones that Darth Vader hires after Order 66 to go around killing all the remaining Jedi. Yeah, they are Jedi hunters basically. Fuck. A lot of them are or some of them are former Jedi. Or like Padawans that were taken and con- like made. They were for because all the Inquisitors are force sensitive. Um. So, but they align to the dark side. They're not necessarily Sith, but they work for the Sith or the Empire. So they're just they're just like Jedi for hire. Pretty much, actually, okay. yeah. They're like Jedi mercenaries, but they are an order of themselves. Um. And they all have double bladed lightsabers. Very weird thing in the TV series. They can fly with their lightsabers by spinning them like helicopter blades. Uh, I don't know if we'll get that it's in the light, actually. Very strange addition. It's a very strange addition to Star Wars lore, I will say. <laughs> Nobody um, else can do that. Only, only them. Only them. Maybe Darth Maul could have. Oh, Darth got, Maul uh, was flying about the place. Would have really saved him a lot of time falling down that pit. No, Well, he could have not fallen down the pit, I Connor, mean, that would have saved he had a lot of time lightsaber. as well, to be fair, um, lad. And the other thing then is that we do see, because Hayden Christensen is back in this uh, series. You see his arm going on and his chest plate going on, so then you hear his breath. Yeah, and like it, the being inside the dark Va- Darth Vader suit is miserable by all accounts. Like he is in constant pain. He can't sleep because the breather activates on its own. Like, he's going slowly insane every time he's inside the suit, so he can only wear it for short periods of time. So, I think we're going to get a lot of him, like, floating around in, like, a medical back-to-tank and just, like, thinking and meditating and focusing. That's interesting, because I had no idea how they were going to do Hayden Christensen in this. Like, I was like, well, what's the point? Why would you cast him? He's just going to be in a suit. I think a lot of it is going to be... He's going to be in the suit for a good bit, right? I think he's going to be in the tank all make-upped and stuff and decayed and burned and the rest of it. I think there's also going to be a lot of forced meditations for him where he sees himself as he used to be. Yeah. Uh, which is done really well in the Star Wars comics because I think we're going to get Obi-Wan talking to Qui-Gon and meditating that way in this series because Qui-Gon's the first one to ever figure out how to be a force ghost uh, and... I think he does talk to him in the TV series as well. Um, but I think Obi-Wan is going to be meditating, talking to his master. And I think Anakin is going to be meditating, talking to himself. Did but, he, would it be interesting if he was also talking to Qui-Gon? That would be quite cool, actually. 
that would be a nice addition because he's kind of the father he never had. Yeah, like you uh, left me. Like if you hadn't died, why w- I wouldn't have ended up here in pain. Yeah, and I see, that would be a really interesting addition. Um, but I could also see that it's like because Anakin's whole thing is that like Anakin Skywalker is dead. Uh, Darth Vader is all that's left. So I think yeah. you could get like Anakin Skywalker talking to Darth Vader when he's meditating. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I suppose, yeah, two sides of the same, it's the same body, but it's just two different souls within it, like, he's pure evil in one. Yeah, um, yeah, like, well, and there's this conflict. he wasn't great in the other, to be honest, boys. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. He did kill all those sand people. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I really I had no idea what the plot of this was going to be like I had general ideas just from yourself but mm. I really like the idea Inquisitors are sending people to kill Obi-Wan um, and th- it's six episodes we got Obi-Wan just trying to fucking survive and protect the kid and bounty yeah. hunters are just coming for him left right and centre eventually he gets captured he has to come face to face with Darth Vader yeah and um, I, I, we see Kamel Nanjiani in this trailer. Yeah, I think he's probably like a a Jedi. Maybe he's a Jedi on the run who comes to warn Obi Wan. Uh, I think he's dead. He's, he's oh, Kamel is up. dying. I think episode two. Oh, are we going to give two? I give one. I think he's going to be a big. No, actually, he won't turn up in one because one is kind of like just introduction. Um, yeah, I think probably end of one he's going to show up. Two, we'll get to know him. And maybe three. he dies at the end of it. Okay, we'll give him three. We'll give him three I'll episodes. We'll give him three. And, he, and he's getting sliced to death when the Inquisitors show up. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's something. I, Obi-Wan uses a blaster in this trailer. Very he uncivilized. Very uncivilized. But he, obviously he can't use the fucking Jedi weapon in the open a week and a half after Darth Vader took yeah. over. <laughs> uh, do you know, actually, what I was thinking about this was Ewan McGregor, if the man ever aged, this would actually be better. But it, he still looks the same. Yeah. So it looks like he's been through no hardship at all. That is true. He just, he, he looks like a better Obi-Wan. They've actually been hampered by Ewan McGregor's great genes. By his flawless genetics yeah. that he got from Michael Bay's The Island. Because I was looking at his hair and I was like, that's great hair for a man his age. And I was like, but he's meant to be Alec Guinness in 10 years. Yeah. Ewan, why didn't you age? It is going to be a rough 10 years for <laughs> a rough that character. One. Um yeah. Do you think we will get an actual, because uh, it's, it's heavily hinted at, a Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi face-off in this? I mean, yeah, I suppose, but I don't think it'll be what people are expecting. I don't know if it'll be a fight. I think it'll just be like they'll meet up and they'll have maybe a moment. Do you even think they'll meet up? I think they will. I think they're going to come face to face. Here is my bold claim. I always make one bold claim when these series come out. I think that my theory about the... Vader and Anakin meditating, uh, having discussions in their head. I think that's going to be happening more and more to Vader throughout the series. Obi-Wan is going to come face to face with Darth Vader, but it's going to be Anakin who's in control of the mind. And Anakin is going to say, no, this isn't him. (gasps) Good. That's good. I think that's what they're going to do. Oh, uh, would that be good? I don't know. <laughs> I but, don't know if it makes sense, but Jesus, oh, he has the high ground morally. Ah, but see, this is the thing, because lore-wise, it makes no fucking sense. But also, <laughs> it's Star Wars in 2022, so anything fucking goes. <laughs> My response is, but also, cool? Question back. Cool? Wouldn't it be cool? And if it is just a six-episode series, just do what you want. Like, Fuck have it. fun with be it. Grand. Let's just have a bit of crack. He's using a blaster. He's shooting people. Yeah, he's just, and, and it does raise the question of, but he does recognise him 10 years later. I mean, surely he has to get a lightsaber out at some stage. I think, I, maybe they will, like, tease the lightsaber the whole time. And then he pulls out episode six. Pulls out episode six. Uh, and it's the return of the Jedi, if you will. <gasps> if you will. <laughs> And I will. What if every episode was really ham-fistedly trying to set up the title of the original six Star Wars movies? Yes! Oh man, Kamel is dead, but God, I feel like I have a new hope. Oh man, are those clones attacking? What are they attacking? (laughs) Truly, this is the Empire of the Sith. And he has to say it. 
Word for word. <laughs> um, it's so, in his contract. So, John, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. What a week of movie news, Connor. Uh, yeah. Glad we caught up on some stuff from other weeks. Yeah. And I'm glad we talked about Fast and Furious for as long as we oh, did. Oh, good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> But would you like me to take us out? Yeah, I'd like people to let us know, by the way, are sorcerers more impressive than magicians? But is it cheating if they just are actually magic? I, 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 I don't think it's I think there's enough hard work and hard graft that has to be put into there's learning no and hard controlling graft. the unstable element known as magic. There's no hard craft and spinning the yoke around if you're actually magic. But what if, what if you have to sell your soul to do it? <laughs> okay, that's my one exemption. <laughs> <laughs> but only then it's only then um, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays we'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday Friday with Hero or Zero and next Monday with one more episode of Movie Mondays big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon that's patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast uh, shout outs of course go to Waffles the magic undisputed king of Aotearoa New Zealand Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Groyer Mo for a Bro Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Hilmroos, Lil Dicky, I told two people about this show, and now I have no shoes, McGrew, oh, no. Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doty, and Sackman41. My throat is sore. Good stuff. That, that list, man, it's it's I'm I'm happy, but it's killing me. Yeah. It's killing Don't me. Don't be complaining then. Why are you complaining? I'm not complaining? I'm not complaining, guys. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's a long list and I thanks for all the support. I'm head very thankful. Uh, sorcerers are better. Uh, <laughs> head on over to Patreon if you want the sports over there. We do movie reviews, we do TV show reviews. We'll probably be reviewing Kenobi. Uh we usually do it every couple of weeks. We'll do an episode. Uh, I haven't asked you about this off mic no but. you haven't uh, I have no interest in Star Wars I think it's for nerds oh well we, you put you put the news together Connor <laughs> oh no <laughs> um, but head on over there if you want to support us there's other ways to do so you can go to our website heroesforhire.ie and we have a merch store link below uh, we have Twitter, we're at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilments Discussion Group, or Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. TikTok is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mayer. I shall see you on next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.